0: so i
1: was all feeling confident uh very judgmental of dudes that have a weird thing about buying tampons right i was like oh why, why why do guys why do guys feel self-conscious about this because it's not like it's not like anybody's gonna look at you and be like oh what's this creep doing with these tampons you're gonna go put them in weird places or is he gonna you know i just i, I didn't think anything of it you know Shodi asked me to go buy her some tampons i was like sure i'll go buy you some tampons and i don't know if like guys she's dated in the past had like a weird thing about it or something you know but she was kind of she's like really she's like no i'm not gonna make you do that and i was like I was like babe i don't care like if somebody thinks i'm gonna go do something weird with this tampon like i'm sure i've done way weirder shit without the tampon so i'm really not that worried about it so I was feeling pretty, uh, you know, I was, she was very appreciative. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll get in that thing for taking care of that thing. Um, yeah, I basically looked like, uh, to me, it was no different than <laughs> going and like buying some oil for the car or something like that. You know, you take care you take care of the things you care about, you know, like you, you, uh, it's no different than the relationship, you know, you take care of the relationship And so if that thang needed some loving and nurturing, uh, you know, because that thang treats me good. So I decided uh, I wasn't going to let my insecurities get in the way, right? Which, yeah, that's just always been a thing. Dudes don't like buying tampons. So I was feeling all confident about it. And I go to Fred Meyer. I'm buying the other little things, a little bit of chips, a couple little places, stuff like that. And then I get I get to the fucking tampon aisle, and I and I just freeze up, right? Because it's only it's only me and women, and which is usually fine. Usually, I prefer to just be me and women, but uh, not even like a sexual thing. I just feel more comfortable around women. I don't know. And uh, I I I like I'm nearing, and so I I asked Shodi, like so I text Shoddy because she told me what it was. She told me to get like uh the regular sport ones and whatever brand, right? Which I don't remember off the top of my head what it was. I'm like, oh, okay. And I walk in the aisle and see there's just like a bunch of them. And, and, and then there's just like, just me and a bunch of women. And I just feel weird. <laughs> I felt weird, dude. And then I text like, hey, can you send me a picture? And then she sends me a picture. And I go back with this ammunition. And I'm looking in the aisle and I cannot find a picture or any of them that looks like in the picture. But as I started looking closer, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's this brand looks like they changed the box. and uh, But there was this this lady standing right in front of them, like, glancing at them herself. And for some reason, I felt really weird standing next to her, knowing that we're looking at things that she's going to shove up her vagina. Which, I mean, buying toilet paper isn't awkward, even though you're standing in line, you're just looking over, you see some lady with a bunch of toilet paper, you know, she's about to run it in between her ass cheeks. And for some reason, that's not uncomfortable, but... Knowing that she's putting it up the cooter is just kind of awkward. And um, yeah, so I mean, uh, so then I I grabbed him, right? And then, no, I didn't grab him. I waited. I left. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I actually got nervous. It was similar to when I had to call to, like, cancel my OnlyFans subscription. You know, I just got nervous for whatever reason, even though typically I have no shame. And so I leave the aisle. I pump myself up. You know, I think about all the trials and tribulations I've ever been through in my life, the things to build me up to this point, to make me the man that I am, to take care of that thing, keep it. Remember when little Wayne was like, cow me so I can get it juicy for you. Um, yeah, that was weird. But anyways, um, I was trying to, you know, just keep things juicy and good. So do what I can do to keep the maintenance good. And so I go back in the aisle. Finally, when like all the women clear out, I'm like looking over my shoulder. And then uh, I honestly would have felt better if it had been a bunch of dudes. And I did feel better because then there was this black guy in the aisle and uh, he was looking at some shit across. And uh, I was like, you know, dude, if he says anything, he says something, I don't really care. And I'd be like, dude, what? I'm just, you know, taking care of that plaza. And uh, yeah, I finally found him. And that's my story for the day. Uh, we're not going to address why there wasn't a podcast for two weeks. Uh, I'm not going to talk about my Labor Day weekend because all I did was thought out on my friend's boats. And besides that, um, yeah, dude, I did hang out with my my buddy Jesse, though. And um, this guy is a fucking inspiration because this dude is a fucking Craigslist hustler. OK, I think I've talked about this before. But this guy, he started off like he had a, I think it, somebody had a, like a treadmill, right? And then he traded that shit for a fucking jet ski. And then he traded that shit for like a car at some point. And then he traded that car. And basically he just, he's he still like the dude just works Craigslist. And I don't have the patience for that shit, dude. I, I've literally like, I've done that once with a cell phone where I had a, a, a really good deal for buying a cell phone when I worked at T Mobile. And so I bought a phone. I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to buy it for, uh, it's a $650 phone and I can get it for 400 Well, fuck, I'm just going to buy it. I'm just going to sell it for like 550 make a quick 150 bucks, Dude, I sat on that phone for a year. Nobody bought it. This one Indian dude went to buy it or hit me up about buying it. And he came all the way. He came from like 45 minutes away to come grab it. And uh, because I worked at Timo and I was so tired of like having to deal with customers, maybe that's why I was bad at it. Because I was already worn out from dealing with normal customers at dealing with customers in my private life. I kind of suck at it. But I'd um, probably be all right at it now. But anyways, so I go and meet up with this fucking guy, right? And he's with his kid. And I tell him to meet me at a Starbucks. And he's like looking at the phone. He's asking me a bunch of questions. I have the receipts. Everything is in a box. It still has like the protective film on the screen and everything. Right? It's a brand new phone. The phone's selling brand new for $650. I'm trying to get $550 for it. Right? He didn't say anything about the price before we met up. He said, okay, cool. So we go and meet up, right? And all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, uh, how about $450? I'm like, no. No. 550 like that's the price and he's like uh f- no 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 lower about 500 i'm like dude no 550 It's set the price like why'd i come out here even though i made him come like i told him it's in between but i only drove like five minutes and then he tried to guilt trip me he's like he's like look man i just drove 45 minutes and you're not gonna i was like well it sounds like you don't want to go home empty-handed and then uh, and then he's like, no, thank you. And he gave me the phone back and I was like, all right, well, I fuck you too then. And then uh, not gonna lie, though, it was the dumbest thing I've ever done, but it felt really good to just like tell somebody to go fuck themselves after having to take shit all the time. Especially, dude, like I don't I don't, I, don't I, know, I know this I'm not trying to like sound racist or something like that, but there's this thing in Indian culture about like haggling. And I just I'm I'm just not with it, dude. I'm just not with it. Like the price is the price. I've I do ask for lower prices, but um, do that bef- I do that before I get out there. Like I'm not gonna drive out there and then try to haggle. You know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna set the price, and as soon as the price is agreed upon in the fucking app, like that's the price. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to see you for the least amount of time possible. I want the least amount of face-to-face interaction that I can possibly have after trying to exchange goods. Like, what is this a fucking flea market? Am I supposed to like pull some goat around the corner and trade you the gold around my neck? Like, get fucked, dude. Oh, that's blah, 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 blah. that's racist i don't care dude i don't give a fuck anymore dude. it's not like what, what the fuck is cultural appropriate on that subject like what is cultural appropriation you know like i saw this this chick it was like it was one black dude playing one of those like big uh what are those things called uh mandarins is that what is that what it's called a mandarin let me see mandarin uh, I think it's a Mandarin. Wait, no, Mandarin is a language. Wow. <laughs> uh, instrument. What's okay? It's like this round little fucking instrument where you, if you tap on different things, like, you know what I'm saying? Let me see if I can find the video. I'll play. I'll play the audio. Let me see. Uh whatever, dude. So it's like this little like chiny thing that you sit on you put on your lap and you can tap it. It's like a metal thing. I want to say the closest word I can (laughs) the closest word I can think to is called like a mandolin or a mandarin or something. I think actually (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. I know one of those words is a language and the other one is like a fucking uh uh fruit, but I'm talking about an instrument, okay? And so this one black guy's playing it. And he's going, doing his thing. And then this black girl walks by and she's like, hey, what are you doing? You know that's cultural appropriation. She's like, are you Jamaican? And I was like, no. She's like, you know, that's cultural appropriation, right? And then this guy just goes off. He's like, it's a Swedish instrument, you fucking racist. And then she's like, I'm black. I can't be racist. And then they start going at it. Then of course, once she feels stupid, she starts walking away, right? Because that's always the thing. Like, uh, have you guys ever heard of the term cognitive dissonance? You guys know what that means? It's like the thing that your brain does when you get overloaded with new information. So it's like... Uh, uh, here, let me let me find a good... Uh, so it's an emotional response to threats. The brain's alarm goes off when a person feels threatened on a deeply personal level, an emotional level, causing them then to shut down and disregard any rational evidence that contradicts what they previously regarded as the truth um and me just running out of breath just made me sound like i can't talk but uh so yeah like that's just basically what happens to me. they just shut down when you hit them with logic they just shut down and start like screaming and throwing a fit or like walking away or doing like you know wanting to yell over you or turn up their megaphone and fucking start going off right so that's that's what the chick does she just starts walking away he's like it's fucking swedish instrument that's got me thinking like, what is cultural appropriation? You know, like, how are we ever going to solve racism if we're still going to have terms like cultural appropriation? Like, yeah, what are you talking about, dude? So it's like, if, uh, uh, so whenever I see a Volkswagen, right? If I see somebody driving a Volkswagen that has blonde hair and blue eyes, am I supposed to run up to their window and start freaking the fuck out? If, if I see some asshole eating a bratwurst, right? Like, if I see a Filipino eating a bratwurst, am I supposed to go kick it out of his hand? <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I not allowed to eat spaghetti anymore because I'm not from Italy? Fuck out of here, dude! What? I can't use stairs anymore? Like, let's see. Who invented stairs? Who invented stairs? Uh, is that even a thing? Uh, an old English rhyme credits a man named Oliver Herford. Some modern sources credit Swiss architect name Okay, well basically, long story short, if you're not European, you can't use stairs, okay? So just take the escalators, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, cultural, it's it's fucking stupid, dude. It's fucking stupid. I mean, I've never met a cool person with a cool white person with dreadlocks. They're usually a wook, and wooks are fucking disgusting, but at the same time hilarious as shit. As far as a meme culture, I'm sure if I actually had to be around a Wook, I'd be grossed out. But um, still, it's like, is it really that big of a deal, you know? I guess maybe if you're stripped of your culture and shit like that, it's more of a big deal. Or other things where it's like, you know, <laughs> what, are people not allowed to fly in airplanes anymore? Because white people invented airplanes? Like, come on, bro. But I don't know, dude. I think it's almost paying homage, you know? That's what's kind of funny about like, uh, it's weird because I thought about this when I was a kid. Um, because I've always been really into music but so a lot of, a lot of the hip-hop records that were big when I was in middle school like when Kanye dropped um, college dropout and shit like that he was sampling soul records and there's a thing in hip hop about um, don't be sample snitching basically because because the producers they'll, they'll rip like little tidbits off of old records from like the 60s and 70s that's how, how I when you listen to Kanye records you hear like that chipmunk voice and uh, you know like the strings and you just got to listen to like Rockefeller type, uh, era records. Or, I mean, even now, like sampling's never gone away, but it was just like very prevalent, like DJ premier. Uh, everything is just sample based. A lot of like boom, bap hip hop and shit, which was big throughout like the nineties and early two thousands and whatnot. Um, um, so a lot of the, a lot of those records were big records. People were getting sued for using the samples and all like the hip-hop community was all like, oh, blah, 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 fuck that. We're creating new art, blah, blah, blah. But now, now that EDM and like with the technology, now that uh, like dance music, because yeah, electronic music is big. So now the electronic producers, they're all sampling the hip-hop artists from 10, 20 years ago. And now the hip-hop artists are like, well, what the fuck? You can't just take our shit and make new stuff. It's like, well, dude, that's what you were doing. You know, so it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, when when is it stealing? When is it making something new? Um, I'll tell you when it's definitely not making something new. I hate when something happens in the world, like you hear that there was a, a a fucking car crash or something like that, and it's on video, and you go to YouTube to find the video, and then some YouTube person like pops up, hey, what's up, guys? So blah blah blah, and they need to like explain what's happening in the video. Like, they're somehow trying to inject themselves into the situation. Like, we don't need that. Even with the news, like we don't need news anchors, we don't need personalities, like we don't even need to see these people's faces. I feel like if there was some sort of news network where you never even knew who the fuck the people were, like they just showed the videos and the facts and then gave an explanation, like literally just like the driest information you could get, it would be huge, dude, because people are tired. People are tired of the media, people are tired of left-wing media, people are tired of right wing media, and um, at least people with brains. Some people get wrapped up in that shit, because like I said, the week I got laid off, I was so super into watching the news and i was getting all worked up then it all made sense to me why people were acting like that where people just being like fucking loud crying children because they're watching this goddamn soap opera and getting all worked up dude Uh, the russians are meddling with the election what's the difference between the russians meddling with the election than our own fucking media you know cnn is as crooked as it gets all of them, MSNBC. It's so crooked. Like, if you actually watch the president give a half-hour speech, right? It might be like, okay, you know, he's kind of annoying and he's praising himself. But at the end of it, like, okay, well, he, you know, I, I get it. I, I couldn't do his job. Like, I get it. He seems like a decent guy, you know? And then you watch the fucking... They take like a 16... Not even sixteen second, Like a five-second clip of him just saying some out-of-pocket shit. And then just go off of it. Like right now, oh, an unnamed, uh, unconfirmed source said Donald Trump said something bad about the military. Of course, you're going to go after his core base, which is like just people that are actually like proud to be from this country and like their country and have nowhere else to go. You're going to like go at them, give them something to hate this guy for because they typically support the guy because he's putting those people first. Versus fucking... B- Biden's dumbass. He's just a fucking. All this guy is is a vessel for the Democrats to get power again, you know, just because he's recognizable and he has a long. There's nothing new to dig up about this guy. Like everything that would be about this guy is already out there. There's nothing new under the sun about Joe Biden, but the fact that nobody's acknowledging that his fucking brain is gone is making me think, okay, what else are these people hiding? All that they're trying to do, if you didn't see them, that they're going to pick the black, like it's just the the fucking identity politics in it. Like If you didn't know that they're going to pick that Carmela Harris or whatever her name is to be the vice president, like you're fucking stupid. Like everybody saw that coming. But anyways, I don't even want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Russian, the quote Russians meddling with the election. You know, like what's the difference between the Russians putting some dumb shit on the internet about our politicians versus the dude on Instagram, you know? What's the difference if he's Russian? Like, who the fuck cares? Let the Russians and the Chinese meddle. Old people are going to get on Facebook and read dumb shit anyways, but that's just whatever. Maybe somebody should teach a class to old people on how to not read fake news. But, yeah, dude. Trump could literally... He could put an end to Antifa... Like, this, this is how, like, no matter what Trump does, no matter what Trump does, everybody's just going to be pissed off, regardless. Trump could end everything, all the problems in the world, like, all the, all the fucking, not all the problems in the world, but just, like, the current climate things. Like, if he really wanted to end the protests and the riots, he'd just have, just have to get up there and go, like, these people are great people, and I love that they're standing up for what they believe in. Black lives matter, and good job to everybody in the streets. And it'd be over. He'd be pandering to the crowd, but it'd be fucking over for two reasons. One, they would just want to do the exact opposite of what he says. So if they're like, oh, well, he's saying this is good. It must be bad. And two, they, these people just need validation because not these people in the whole, but there's like a fringe people within these protests that have taken it as a goddamn uh, opportunity to just go fuck some shit up, which I'm not going to lie. Like if I would have been like 18, 19 years old, like that, that post-high school, pre-college fucking angst of thinking I have any fucking idea what's going on in the world, I probably would have been out there like smashing people's fucking car mirrors and shit like that. Not because I'd be combating racism because I wouldn't even know what that means because most of these kids are like, you know, straight out of high school or like in their little, little fucking sheltered universities that racking up their student loan debt and shit. But it's like it would be over just for the fact that they need validation because that's all they're asking for is just validation. If Dad, Big Daddy, Bale Forty Five came in there and just told him "good job," they'd be fucking over it in two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, dude, like I want, I want to pop up. Like a lot of times, I want to pop off about the ignorance and like lack of understanding that people have sometimes of just reality, you know. But then I remember that people's lives are hard because of that. Like because people don't understand reality, and they do a bunch of dumb shit, you know? Like, it frustrates people like myself. It frustrates me a lot. But then I got to remember how hard their lives are because they're stupid. You know? So it just kind of... um, I guess it kind of calms me down just a little bit, you know? Fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, I would not want to be a cop. I remember one time uh, when I was younger, I don't know, like very... I don't think I was... I was way younger, probably that age where I would have went and smashed somebody's fucking mirror. In. But, uh, we, we were doing a show we were doing it over at this college. And, uh, so it, it, was, it was at a, it was at a frat house. Right. And I didn't know anything about anything. You know, we're just going to go there and do the, do the shit, you know, knock the shit out, fuck some of these guys, girlfriends and bounce. And, uh, Turns out it was a, like, uh, like a law house. So this house, like, a lot of these guys were becoming cops and, like, uh, basically people, anything, like, to do with law, you know? Whatever that shit's called. And our music was very party-oriented. And then uh, my homie Fatsack was just, like, throwing drugs out into the crowd and stuff. And I think about that a lot. And it was probably the worst night of my life, too, because our PA system wasn't working. And, like, the mics were like cutting in and out. So basically we're just like a bunch of drunk idiots with our microphones cutting in and out where we were just throwing drugs to cops. Um, yeah, that was sick, dude. Uh. <laughs> Thankfully, none of them took their job or their future job serious enough because uh, only one of our friends got punched in the face. But he also he also hooked up with like... Literally, I'm not making this up. He literally hooked up with three different girls uh, I didn't even know this was going on, you know? I was on, on the little stage thing doing my thing. And meanwhile, that was going on. Homeboy was off running around in this frat house uh, hooking up with people's girlfriends. MVP, dude. I literally walked around the corner at the end of it. I walked off and I walked around the corner. He's in the stairwell. And, like, he's gr- gripping some titties, like, with his thumbs up. You know, like, he had his hands, like... Ups- <laughs> he had his hands upside down, you know? So, like... Stick your arm out and then turn it, uh, you know, 90 degrees so your thumb is up like the way you would like grab an apple out of a tree, you know? And he was just like grabbing, grabbing two hands with two titties like that. Like, who have you ever seen grab titties like that, dude? That's hilarious. Um, anyways, dude. <laughs> yeah, thank God they didn't take their job too serious. Um, I did have the president of some frat club try to fight me and I just started laughing at him. It was a different frat though. I never got along with frat guys at all. Um, just a thing. But doesn't matter. I respect it. I respect it. Hmm. Speaking of uh speaking of titties, these fucking Instagram reels, dude. I didn't I did not think that girls could be any more annoying. I'm I'm literally uh, I don't know if my sex drive is dying or something like that, but I want nothing to do with chicks for the most part. After watching Instagram reels, like, can we do, can we just talk about how uninteresting these people are? I it, it's fucked me up psychologically so bad. What I just like, I'll even go to watch porn and I'll see some chick just scandally dressed, and I'm expecting her to start flailing around to some song, you know. Like, leave that shit on TikTok. Instagram, you don't need to be everything. You don't need to be everything. You already buried Snapchat, and that's fine. The stories are cool. Like, the, yeah, the stories are fine. We enjoy it, okay? It's cool that they go away. Cool, but, you know, I liked having a separate app for it. It's good to have separate apps for shit. You don't need to be fucking everything, Instagram. Although I do hate TikTok because it pulled people away from my Instagram, so now I take everything back. Yes, everybody come back to Instagram because I don't want to do a TikTok because I can't figure TikTok out. But Instagram, I don't want to see the reels. Like I literally don't like my, my girlfriend doesn't believe me when I'm just like, Oh my God, these are so annoying. Cause she'll just see some like gorgeous chick just flapping her fucking tits out. You know how they all do like the underboob thing. How chicks do this thing where the bottom of their tits are hanging out of their swimsuits now, which I've never seen that level of thottery before, which it looks good. Like it looks Hodges. I've never seen it, which I was surprised that we're still, still uncovering uh new levels of thottery. But anyways, the fucking reels, dude, uh, they're terrible. They're worse than the Instagram comedy skits. Basically everything on Instagram that's uh, not me is terrible. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Follow me on Instagram at lordpetty underscore. They're just a bunch of holes. Uh, let's do some. You know what time it is? It's that time? it's that time to do the thing that some of you come for, that some of you leave for? So if that's time for you to leave, it's time for you to leave now. And I love you, and I'll see you next week. And we're about to do this do 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 slutty confession. We are all sluts. You're a slut. All these fools behind you are sluts. Your cameraman's a slut. Your PA's a slut. Sometimes, I, 22-year-old female, fantasize about all the boys in my friend group coming on my face at once. I saw porno like this once, and uh, it scarred me. I've never told anyone this, and honestly, the guys in my friend guy would freak if they find out. No, they wouldn't. They would do it. This is like this is just one of those things where like I I get frustrated explaining to my girlfriend that her guy friends would fuck her. It's like, dude, my guy friends would fuck you and those are my friends. They're like they're pretty loyal to me, but they would still fuck like if you would call any one of either of our friends to just like come over and bang you, they would, you know? It's like uh girls would be girls would be like, "Oh, uh shout outs to the guys that stopped talking to me when they found out I wouldn't sleep with them." And then like they're all laughing about it, you know? Like and it's like, well, shout outs to all the girls I thought you actually had guy friends. Uh, anyways. No, uh, find out. So I'm the quote good girl of the group. That's always the slut. We have about five guys and two girls total. But I'm the one that's always taking care of everyone and generally the goody one. Oh, it's so hot. I'm not attracted to any of the boys in our group, but I've never even hooked up or even kissed any of them. Although each has tried at least once while drinking. Obviously. Uh, but for some reason, it makes me incredibly horny to imagine all five of them surrounding me <laughs> as I'm on my knees, looking up at them while they all finish and come over my face, helpless. Um, I think people have watched too much porn because that'd be really hard to orchestrate, you know? Like, how do you get how do you get five unprofessionals, just like five like regular dudes, all to like jizz at the same time? You know, <laughs> it's not gonna happen, baby. Uh, I knees mean, I imagine that they kind of forcefully and blackmail me to do it. And then I'm just stuck there sucking each one of their dicks and just left on my knees covered in all their cum and shaking. Wow. That's quite the visual. Oh boy. I have no idea what I fan about it, but it's making me hanging out with them so hard because I'm beginning to be wet and horny whenever we all hang out. Um, I was at a party one time where a, a, a chick was letting everybody finger her. So like, Everybody would go take her in the room at the end of the night. Whoever fingered her the best, uh, she slept with the guy. Um, I did not participate in the fingering her. I did hook up with her at a different time, but I didn't finger her that night because, you know, uh, sometimes I chew my nails and I don't want a bunch of like dirt under my nails. So, yeah, uh, that story is pretty, I'd say, you know, I'd say go for it. I mean... What do you have to lose? I mean, making guy friends as a chick is probably like, you know, the easiest thing in the world. But probably annoying as well. Like, you know, that'd be kind of actually annoying. I know it's kind of a harsh reality, but you you got to look at the flip side of everything, right? Like, there there's shit like ladies' nights and then like women taking half a guy's shits and divorce. And, uh, you know, there's definitely benefits of being, you know, people opening the doors for you, getting discounts and stuff like... Shodi and I were trying to go out with our friends on their boat and uh, we had to go to this park and the park was shut down, right? Like we had to drive an hour out there and then the park was shut down. Um, uh, like they weren't letting anybody in for COVID and luckily we were taking two separate cars cause we were splitting off afterwards. And so she was in the car in front and the are Oh, the park is closed. I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm already, my fate's already sealed. I'm like, well, fuck, you know, I'm not going to argue with this cop or whatever. And, uh, You know, and then Shodi does her like girl magic thing and then the guy waves us in and lets us go. Like that would have never happened to a car full of guys. And like women don't understand, like, you live in a completely different world as far as like the privileges that you have. You think that we get all these privileges in like the corporate world and yada yada. Sure, people don't try to molest us in alleyways, which is a great thing, and anybody that does that to you should be put down like a fucking rabid dog. But um you have a lot of fucking uh what's it called privileges that you don't even reckon, realize. Um, but at the same time the flip side of that would be really kind of annoying knowing that like 90 percent of the people in your life just uh as far as on the male spectrum just want to put their dick in you and as soon as they find out that because here's here's the bad thing about it because if you're just nice to people like dudes will take that as an indication like oh well maybe she'll fuck me and then if you're nice nice to them for too long, then they think that you're just like stringing them along and then they'll eventually become resentful. Uh, so it's just like this vicious cycle, dude. Then they like go around calling you like a tease and then like call you a slut for sleeping with other guys and shit like that. You know, guys are actually attracted to because you know, move on it pretty quick. Like if it takes you longer than two weeks to bang a girl, like she's just not interested. It's not that she's just like this goody, goody girl that's making you wait. Like you've watched the fucking notebook too much or something, dude. Like that's not a thing. If a girl's interested in you, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to know it. And she's going to give you every opportunity to hook up with her. That's just how it is. Like, And it's like dudes act surprised when, you know, girls get out of relationships and they go and sleep around and shit. They're like, oh, wait, I can't believe she's Like, what are you talking about? That is female nature. That's human nature. If you could do that, you would do it too. It's like, that's just what they do, you know? So if you just expect the shit, like, nothing's going to surprise you. You're not going to think bad about women. You just got to accept that, like, women are people, you know? It's like, the, the guys that say the worst shit about women are just the ones that don't understand that women are just people and they like getting dicked down too, but... Anyway, some of them like to get down on their knees and imagine all their friends jizzing on their face. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Just had an orgasm at my desk. Um, I'm so horny today that I'm wearing a thin pair of leggings and no underwear. So you just wake up and... See, when I wake up horny, I just rub one out. So I thought, why not just innocently use my finger slash nail to stroke my clit through them while I work? I wonder where she works. I wonder if she's like an AT and T service rep, you know, You're just calling in about your phone bill, and this chick's just rubbing her labia. No one will ever notice. Soon enough, I was coming super hard in my chair at desk. Hopefully, she ain't a squatter, so I was so wet that I soaked right through my leggings. I love discreetly making myself come around people when I shouldn't. Um, I guess that's the benefit of being a chick. When I was in high school, there was a guy who uh, he, he he would wear a sweatshirt, you know, have the hand pockets for a sweatshirt and he cut a hole in the sweatshirt and he used to jerk himself off in class and just brick in his sweatshirt and then just, you know, yeah. And he just wore the same sweatshirt every day. I never actually saw this. My friend Nolan told me about it, but I believe him with this kind of stuff because he pointed him out one time and he's just like, yeah, it's a guy that jerks off in class. And uh, Nolan used to call him the... He just knew, you know, he knew. He was the same guy where uh, he got caught beating off by some Mormons one time. Um... But anyway, he's also the same guy that fucked a chick in the butt and then he came in her butthole and then he didn't let her use his bathroom upstairs so we made her walk down the stairs with her fingers in her butthole and she walked by his like eight-year-old brother at the time who was sitting there playing RuneScape. Um, but anyways. um, Let's check it out here. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, I would wear a skirt every day to school. He was a... Okay, I forgot that I didn't read the subject here. Teased my teacher so much he quit. I got a little ahead of myself. Uh, I would wear a skirt every day to school. He was a hot 40-something-year-old guy and he gave my friends and I the eyes every single time we were in his class. I really hope this isn't some high school shit. Let me see. This probably is some high school shit, so... uh I don't want to read this because that's weird. I'm sorry. You guys say your age. I don't want to hear about some like poor fucking, if anything, this guy sounds like a good guy. (laughs) He's like, fuck this. I don't want to be around all these underage whores. Uh, um, Okay, I don't want, wait, what's this? Okay, we could go through this one. This one looks kind of cool. I'm a I'm a 21-year-old female. I'm a good girl, but I, too, got fantasies. Okay. I think it's... uh, I guess I've made it well known that I'm kind of into, like, that whole good girl persona thing. Um, so I'm into these ones. <laughs> I, too, have fantasies that I can't possibly do in real life and would never share with anyone. So do I. They involve jerking off on 16 girls' buttholes. Uh, I want to roam One, I want to roam around in the house naked and be like that all day. But I can't do it as that I live... Oh, no. God, dude. Oh, she's 21. So that's okay. Never mind. I read... Okay, but I can't do that as I live with my parents and siblings. Only on rare occasions I ever get to be alone and try this. That's not a bad thing. I walk around naked all the time. Um, at Two, at times I want every guy in my friend's circle to come on my face all at the same time. Is this just a thing? This is not the same person. So this is just a thing. Is this how like dudes want to fuck their girl? Wow, I'm not. My girl is not. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her. Like, so uh, have you ever thought about having all your guy friends brick on your face at the same time? Um, yeah, weird. At times, I want to be a quote easy lay for men. I mean. Every girl is an easy lay if you know how it works, you know? You're either one compliment or one insult away from getting laid. It just depends on how toxic you want to be, how good looking you are, and how good of a talker you are, uh, and which what kind of girl it is and which direction you want to go in. Um, I want to have sex with as many men as possible and be experienced by the time I get married. That's actually a good thing because I would never want to marry like a virgin or something like that. Like As much as it pains me to know that other guys have been intimate with my girl um i would want to know that she's like tested the waters because if if you get married to a girl that's only been with like one or two different guys you know she's always going to fantasize about like okay like what 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 else is there you know so by like by the time you settle down you should have like enough partners to where you're cool with the idea where you know you've you've experienced a couple different flavors, you know what i'm saying? you you found your thing. like i i found my ice cream. my ice cream is cherry garcia. i, I just found it this year. like i've been eating all sorts of different ice cream my whole life. and this year i was like, you know what? i like i always get the cherry garcia. every like it doesn't matter. like i'm going to get cherry garcia. it's just it's it's my flavor. or i found my my drink is a uh, La lacroix. I, that's within the last year before I would, I'd be drinking, I'd be buying all sorts of different drinks. And I was like, I drink Pomplemousse LaCroix, you know, like um, I would fuck different women. Now it's like, I only want my girlfriend. Like I, I found my my girlfriend. Like that's all, the only person I want to have sex with. Like I don't want to, I have no desire to put in any effort to have sex with any other person. And so that's just kind of, a, you know, If you're kind of hesitant to, like, maybe younger guys, you know, if a girl has a reputation or whatever, you're kind of like, eh, you know, like, I don't want to date a slut because that's only because you care what other guys think, you know? But as far as, like, settling down with someone, it's probably a good thing if they've, quote, been around the block a little bit because then at least they know that they want to be with you. Their minds aren't going to wander so much because your thoughts become realities, you know? So when people's minds start to wander, you start to, like, manifest these things in your life. So your chick is thinking about what it'd be like to have 10 guys come on her face at the same time hopefully she's already had 10 guys come on her face before you marry her you know so think about that when you're shoving that wedding cake in her face love you smooches um i want a man to treat me rough very rough i can do that for you i want a man to literally own my ass um okay i fantasize wonder she's talking about yeah i fantasize about being a slut that is apparent much love I fantasize about my neighbors and friends knowing that I'm a slut. Um, huh, interesting. I don't understand that one, but... Uh, I fantasize about going down on that friend just like that, no questions asked. That's pretty cool. I fantasize about men using me all night and then doing the walk of shame the next day. See, this is why I don't feel bad about anything I've ever done in my life, dude. Like... Yeah, I'm not gonna give details, but I don't. I don't feel bad at all. Uh, So these are some of the fantasies I got, which I never. I'm raised in a conservative household, and this is why. Like when I have kids and shit, dude, like I don't want to have a secretive conservative household. I mean, I don't want to be that fucking flop house where all the kids show up and smoke weed at. But also, I don't want to be that parent that's like, "Oh, turn off the TVs because there's nudity," or like. I feel like... What's that saying? Uh, strict parents create sneaky children or whatever, dude. Like, I don't... You know... I want I want my daughters to be like one of those girls that I've met where they're just... Um, uh, where they know what I'm doing. You know? Where they're well aware. And yeah. I don't... Want, or... Yeah. Where they just... You know? It's like, it's like... I don't want them getting a kick out of doing weird shit. You know? But anyways... I guess this is how I'm getting older because I'm thinking of like what my non-existent daughters would do versus like what I would do to these women. Because I would have read this five years ago and I would have like been sending emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think that's it. Um, is that it? Let's see. Is anything good popping out? No. Anyways. um. Love you guys, long time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please tune in next week. Please tell somebody about the podcast. You know, send it to a homie. Just one homie. That's like every everybody. Everybody, listen to this. If you're listening to this right now, if you found any enjoyment in this, just you know, I don't ask for this shit lightly. I can come to you humbly. Uh, just, just tell one person. You know, if you if you have one person in your in your crew within your circle. I'm not asking you to like, you know, if you really, want, if you really want to show some love, take a screenshot of the thing and put it on like your Instagram story and just say like, oh, this, I like this podcast or whatever. Um, but I understand some of you have jobs or whatever, yada yada yada, which is still like, who the fuck cares? Um, it's not like this is like super super explicit. It's no different than. Fucking anything else out there? Like, have you ever listened to a rap song? It's so funny how rappers get away with literally saying anything just because there's a beat behind it. It's like, I'm a fucking a face. I'm a come on a face. And as long as it's got a beat behind it, like nobody gives a shit. I mean, they literally the biggest song in the country is called Wet Ass Pussy. And then somebody's like, Oh, your podcast is kind of explicit. Like, eat my asshole, dude. Tell somebody about the podcast. Take a screenshot. Put it on your Instagram story. Love y'all. Lord Petty out. Bye, guys
0: selling dough by the box Chevy a box Chevy selling dough by the box Chevy a box Chevy selling dough out the box Chevy a box Chevy box in the box Chevy loaded with some heavy selling dope by a box Chevy by a box Chevy selling dough out of box Chevy a box Chevy selling dough out of box Chevy a box Chevy box Chevy in the box Chevy loaded with some heavy Bark Chevy, bark Chevy, yeah that bitch a 88, to 8 Slide on them shag feet, stupid wet candy paint Four square kicker got me sounding like a earthquake Loaded with a big bump, Ricky Bobby shaking bait And I keep that heavy metal, bomb down the let it play. Cooking up that white, boy, yeah, you can buy a fish plate Cooking up the O's, I got squares like a tad plate Every day's a holiday, so every day's a crab plate Box Chevy with the slams, slam. it on them down eights Pull up like the of Zoo, but you know I'm going eight Pussy nigga hate my swag, but he still hurt my taste 32 E&T, we just stay away from failin' Don't buy the box Chevy, a box Chevy, sell it do the box Chevy, a box Chevy, sell it do the, the, the box Chevy, a box Chevy Trippin' in the box Chevy, loaded with some heavy metal Buy the box Chevy, a box Chevy, solid it dope Out of box Chevy, a box Chevy, solid it dope Out of box Chevy, a box Chevy, Chevy, Chevy. Trapping in the box Chevy, loaded with some heavy metal First I got some dope, then I got some money Then I bought a box, now everything was sunny But then my box got stolen. I had cutlets on them folks. Then I rewrapped on them bro. Now, my shit was good as gold. <laughs> Pull up on the user, dope, sold money, for yes, Trapping 24 plus a nigga, keep a pole. Dragging up the lean so a nigga won't catch a cold. Lean. 40 series flow master 60 seconds, I'm gone. <laughs> Hell top vinyl, me no rhyme in the bronze. Little ain't did my music got me sounding like the dome. Little ain't. Lipstick on my rims and my top in like a thong. Rip out with the play so you know I keep a bone. Selling dope out a box Chevy, a box Chevy selling dope out a box Chevy, a box Chevy selling dope out the box Chevy, a box Chevy. Trapping in the box Chevy loaded with heavy. Selling dope by the box Chevy, a box Chevy selling box dope ch- out the box Chevy, a box Chevy selling dope. I had a box Chevy, a box Chevy, Chevy. trapping in a box Chevy Loaded with some heavy metal